Hey, welcome to Late Night with Larry. I'm your host, Larry D. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sasquatch Central. That's right. We're here doing it once again for your enjoyment. But for your entertainment. That's right. Before we get started, we want you to hit that subscribe button. That That's it right there. Hit it. That's right. And you can get in touch with us if you had a sighting, a haunting, uh, you've seen a UFO. We just don't want to know if you've seen your granny. So, Well, <laughs> I might want to. <laughs> and you can do that by emailing us at late night with Larry. 55 at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Several of you have already, and uh, I responded. We appreciate that. That's we right. appreciate any feedback, good, bad, or ugly. That's right. And visit us on YouTube and leave a comment there as well. All right. So tonight we want to talk about Alaska. There's some interesting things going on up in Alaska. Uh, one of them is the hairy man, and the other one are the giants that are supposedly still alive up in Alaska. Yep. Uh, either way, uh, they're both intriguing to us. They're right up our alley. And uh, we'll start off with the hairy man. Now, the hairy man or Sasquatch, um, I think there is a difference because over there they say the Sasquatch or hairy man, they get up to 12 feet tall. Right. And that's... Well, and, and uh, another difference is uh, they say the hairy man has claws. Well, um, the the 12 feet tall, I've also heard that Sasquatches up like in the Washington and the Canada area get that that tall too. Um, now, why, why do you think they get that big up there? Well, and, and I've heard a theory uh, and it kind of made sense to me, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Supposedly on the earth, there's different parts of the earth where the gravitational pull is stronger than others. There's more gravity in places than others. Uh, so they're saying, and Alaska is one of them. Uh, I'm, I think Washington is too. So these places that have uh, different gravitational fields, I would say, allow these animals and these creatures to grow bigger. Uh, we and science has proven that we're only as tall as we get as human beings because of gravity. Right now, um, <clears throat> it, it's strange because uh, people around the equator seem to be shorter. That's right. Now, is it uh, now if, if you're familiar with alien theories or whatever, the Earth is covered in a magnetic field. Right. Uh, they call them ley lines. <clears throat> or there, there are several names for them, and uh, even dating back to like uh, the Inca times, they knew about them, right. but they they called them something different. They called them like uh, the snake power lines or something like that. Right. They, you know, they referred to it with an animal name, but they they were fully aware of them. Right now, that's a good theory. Now, another theory that I've heard and I like too is. Uh, the theory of the aquarium. Right. You know, if you have fish, you have a shark, you put a shark in a small aquarium, it won't grow. It'll only grow according to its, its environment. environment. Right. I, I've, I've heard that theory too, and that theory is true. That theory is true. Right. Now, is it the same? Because like in Alaska and Washington State, they have uh, unlimited space to roam and it, it, it could. It could be. Now, these are just theories we're throwing out there. This isn't scientific proof. Um, now, I heard a Native American uh, 
that was talking, and he said the ancestors said that the Sasquatch we see down here in our area that are seven, eight, nine feet tall, these are the lower-dwelling Sasquatches. And he said the bigger ones that get 12, 12 feet and above, he said he called those the mountain Sasquatches. Yeah. He, he said those ones dwell in the high mountains. You know, that, that makes sense on both theories because... The high mountains, they have more room to roam. Right. They probably have uh, unlimited uh, food sources up there. Right. Um, and also, it might it may have something to do with the, the gravitation, it, the gravity. Uh, well, and that's a good point you brought up. Maybe the ones down this low, not in the high mountains, are malnutritioned. <laughs> well, food... Um, they're competing for their food source. That's they're sure. competing for their food, and here, uh, food can be abundant, but it, it would be seasonal. Right now, we have uh, a lot of game year round. We have a lot. We do. Uh, we have a lot of uh, cattle ranchers. Now, I don't know. I've never heard a whole lot of stories about cows going missing, or but maybe they're smart. When the calves drop. They could get them before the ranchers even know about them. They can. I mean, but a rancher usually knows when his cow's pregnant. But Right, but uh, but there's if, if they can't find the calf, they, they ride it off. Trust me, that's an insurance write-off. Right, and they, they, they figure it's mountain lion or something. Right. Right. And But those are just theories. Anyway, back to the hairy man. Back to Alaska. That's right. Uh, there's an area called was it Port Chatham. Port Chatham. Port Chatham, where they had a little, uh, a cannery, a little community where they opened up a, a fish cannery. Right. It was right on the waterfront. It, it was, uh, it was a good, a good uh, working relationship because it's right the lake. They would fish the lake, and uh, they would uh, process the fish right there on the lake shore. That's right. So, they were doing their diligence in fishing and canning fish to sell to whoever they sold it to. Right. And uh, some of the residents started noticing that uh, bodies started floating up to the shore, but these weren't just bodies. These were mangled bodies that were ripped to pieces. Um, and they they blamed the hairy man for it. Right. And uh, supposedly people <clears throat> witnessed him doing this. Uh, and he was protecting his territory is what... It comes right, down very to very territorial. Yeah, he he didn't want them there, so he would hunt them, stalk them, and eventually kill them. And it came to the point to where he was going through the village just with no fear, hunting them and killing them. And uh, that's what caused this community to leave everything as is, pack up, right. and head north. Now I don't know how long this community was actually there. But I know at one point, um, there's I guess behind the lake and uh, over the through the forest a ways, there's a, a lagoon, and that's where they found a lot of uh, mangled bodies. Right. right. You know, people would come up missing, but it came. It eventually came to the point where the workers demanded security, or they weren't going to work. Right. And that was uh, shortly before they packed up and abandoned the whole site. Right. And I think the time that they wanted security is when he. This creature started coming through the village right. with with just no fear, as, as what the records say. Right. And uh, they did leave be behind detailed records saying what they witnessed, what they saw, and why they left. Yeah, and a lot of the like journals or logbooks, they even had drawings. Of, yeah. It was like pretty interesting. 
big hairy creature. So right, you know. It, but I I didn't catch how long they actually operated before they closed down. I I didn't either, and I'm sure that's in the record. But the reason why they closed down is what's interesting. Right, you know? right. Um, and of course, there's a lot of people that say, you know, you guys talk about Sasquatch, but this creature don't exist. There's too many eyewitnesses to believe. It right. doesn't exist. Tell these people that came up mangled they don't exist. That's right. Or tell some of these people that have had a sighting or an encounter. Right. And they're they're going to beg to differ. Right. But uh, it, it's pretty interesting because even now, the, the the documentary you both watched, they went back to Chatham. Chatham Island, is that what it is? Port Chatham. Port Chatham. Port Chatham. Port Chatham. And uh, <clears throat> you could tell it, it looks just like a, go, a ghost town from the Wild West. Or here in New Mexico, which we still have, we have ghost towns That's right. where people just packed up and abandoned it. Just, just left it. It looks like they pretty much left overnight. Well, and and not to get off subject, but one of those ghost towns that they don't understand why they just got up and abandoned it would be Chaco Canyon. Right, right. Now, uh, another one is the Mayans. What? They just left everything too. Where'd they go? Right. But uh, with those, those happened a long time ago, and right. there's no record of where they went or anything. But with Port Chatham, there is record there is why record. they left. Exactly. And you get the Bigfoot hunters that go up there and do their expeditions. And a lot of them have had encounters and had, you know, things happen that they can't explain or think they saw a sighting of one. Um, now, if if it's a Bigfoot creature, keep in mind that people that have seen this creature and have seen it move through the forest say that these creatures move extremely fast, that they're faster than, and just as some people say, they're faster than any creature that I've ever seen move. Right. So, and Well, now are they that fast or are we just getting slower? Well, I think it, me, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably just getting slower, but... I, I believe these creatures are fast. Yeah. I mean, because you 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 hear of the body style of how they're built, and it's just nothing but muscle. Right. Um, even the the chubby ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this documentary we both saw is pretty interesting because these people went back. Uh, I don't know how many years it's been since they they've abandoned it. They went back to investigate a little bit. Uh, they went into the forest and they came across an old hunting cabin. Right. They looked around uh, <clears throat> and they, it started to rain. So they hunkered down in the a cabin and then they started hearing knocks and movement outside. So right. once the rain subsided, they went out and investigated a little bit and they even, they saw something. Right. They, they saw movement in the trees. And then right. they, they saw something with fur big and then it moved away fast right then they went and they they found prints you know they did and and there again you know these creatures are so elusive uh see yeah that's uh they are elusive i'm always uh suspicious about you know tv shows because you know how much of it is for TV and how much is it real? You know, I'm I'm going to say that a, a lot of it, the the storyline and what happened is really factual. That did happen, but I'm also going to say that they do throw a little twist in there to keep you tied to that TV screen, and and we know that, and you know, but let's talk to some people that have just had an encounter. For instance, yourself, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. and. uh 
Too bad I didn't have a camera because I'd have my own show. That's that. But it'd be a one episode show because hey, I found him. <laughs> that, that's right. And you know, and when I when I tell people about your encounter, I say, you know, he 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 got shook up, uh, so shook up he didn't want to go back. Well, it, it took me several days just to tell you about it. Well, yeah, right. And like I tell people, my nephew still won't go back. Right. <laughs> yeah. My old my middle son. He's my daughter, she slept through a lot of it. She just heard it. She didn't really experience what me and my son did, but you know, she's okay to go out there until she hears something, then she freaks out and she's in the truck. She's like, let's go. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's going on with the hairy man up in, in Alaska. In Port Chatham. Port Chatham. It was interesting to hear that uh, because, yes, I do hear about Bigfoot sightings up in Alaska, but this one was particularly a different type of sighting. <laughs> right. It, this was, uh, this was, it goes beyond a Class A sighting. This was an interaction. Right. This was not good. Um, this is like the big thicket kind of interaction. That's what this reminded me of because uh, people that go down and do their squatching down in the big thicket, uh, they get chased out. Right. <laughs> and some of them come up missing. Now, we've talked about the big thicket before, and we've always uh, questioned why they are so aggressive in that area. And one of the theories I thought, you know, my theory is maybe they're landlocked so they they don't have a lot of options as far as escaping. Right. So that's why they are so aggressive with the land that they got. But in Alaska, they have unlimited territory to roam. That's but right. but yet in uh, Port Chatham, they're still that aggressive. They they were, and and I did think about that too because you know everyone says the the squatch is down. Even like some in Kentucky are pretty aggressive, but uh, particularly. The big thicket area down down right. Texas Texas way, uh, they're pretty aggressive, and everyone says that they'll they let you know that they're here and this is theirs, right? Because uh, they'll escort you out, and I don't think you stand too much of a chance of a creature that's probably about eight foot tall and maybe close to seven hundred pounds. Pretty stealthy and pretty fast, right? Uh, that's a pretty big boy there, uh, right? Now. I don't know. Maybe there's just some that are more aggressive, maybe like a personality or or maybe it's just uh, if you get too close. Like I've always heard the theory is the ones we see are the scouts on the outer edges of their territory. Right. Now, if you were to get in where the clan is, that's where they get really aggressive. Look at that uh, documentary we saw with that guy from Canada. What's his name? Oh, uh Todd Standing. Todd Standing. Remember, uh, he he was up in uh, deep in British Columbia, and right. And they, one, they they took him out with a log. Remember, knocked him out. Yeah, they were pretty aggressive toward him. Uh, yep. Or that that night he was with the flare. Right. And and people say that you know that he he faked it. It's all animal. You know, it's all electronics. I'm like, for him to pull off a hoax like that, it, he's pretty wealthy. I was gonna say, how much money do they think? Yeah, he has? because he. He took all this fancy equipment. And, and the thing out. about him is he would invite people, scientists, right. to go out with him. Right. So, and his uh, his sightings, I'm, I'm going to give him credit. You know, some people don't, you don't have to, but uh, I'm convinced he's not out there to hunt them. He's out to prove they exist because he wants to pass a law to protect them. Right. And now, like with everybody's story, I can't call anybody a liar because I wasn't there with them. Just like me, when 
I had my encounter. I know what I saw. I know what happened. Right. But some people still that, want to ridicule me, give me a hard time. Yeah, they're they're going to tell you, are you sure that's what it was? And, well, look at Lee Stroud when he's filming his Survivor Man series. Right. He had many encounters, and he said that the network told him, You're, you will not talk about that. Right. He's even had some in Alaska. Right. And... uh they they threatened to pull his show if he if he mentioned even mentioned it. They said this is off, this subject's off limits. Right. We were talking about the Port Chatham Harry Man, and uh, we got sidetracked for a little bit. Uh, damn hookers. Yup, hookers. Right. No, I'm just kidding. No, just kidding, people. Anyway. So, you know, we were talking about why squatches are so aggressive in some areas and some ain't. And, right. we, you know, the big thicket is one of those places. And now they we're talking about big creatures. Uh, there's another interesting thing going on in Alaska. Right. And it has to do with giants. Now, the, the, the way I, I stumbled onto this subject is... Uh, another subject that intrigues us is missing persons. Right. Now, in Alaska... Over a hundred people go missing every year, and uh, a lot of people that attribute to that to getting lost in the forest, eaten by bears, blah blah, whatever, right. or or trampled by moose. Which the moose is the most dangerous animal there. Yeah, if if anyone's seen a, an angry moose, you better get out of the way. Is it mooses or meeses? It's meeses that turn into mooses. Because I hate meeses to pieces. That's right. <laughs> anyway, but uh, one theory I heard was, now we've all heard about giants or uh, Nephilim on, on the earth. Um, one of the most <clears throat> famous accounts of red-haired giants is in uh, Lock Love Cave in Nevada. Right. Now, all that information... People have taken pictures uh, in the in the museum, and everything somehow just disappears. Right, the <clears throat> Smithsonian magically loses everything. Right, or and they lose records that they got it. That's but true. anyway, that's one theory in Alaska that uh, I guess up until maybe a hundred years ago, some of the tribes have accounts. They say they they've seen these giants still roaming around. Right. Uh, yeah, and. Uh and supposedly these giants hunt people and eat them. Right, and that's that's one of the theories about why so many people go missing in Alaska is because there's still tribes of these giants, the giant humans, red they call red haired giants because they, they they call them red haired giants, but uh, there's been <clears throat> accounts where they dug up skeletons with different colored hairs, like black and blonde. Right, and the the interesting thing is when they were excavating up in alaska they found that giant skull big which the skull was so big uh the archaeologist said this skull would house the biggest brain ever discovered in in on the earth right so uh they kind of showed a replica of the skull and oh man that that was a big skull. I could imagine the the shoulders that that skull stood on right now they they have a Unearthed numerous giant skeletons in Alaska. Right. Um, they have documentation where they've handed those skeletons over to the Smithsonian, but yet they disappear. Right. And the Smithsonian says they never had them. 
they never were in their possession and they don't know where they're at. Right. Now, the skeletons, uh, the story they were talking when they unearthed earthed them, they had uh, these three foot like metal spears. Now, they were big on one side, small on the other. On one end, it looks like they were made to connect to a wooden rod. Right. So the spears were longer and they were heavier on the metal side, just like a, a spear should be. So you throw it and the gravitation will pull the point. That's right. To your target. And well, and you forgot to say they were five inches in circumference. Right. They were big. <clears throat> Bigger than what we could probably carry. Right. Right. Yeah, but um there there was a lot of interesting discoveries about these giants, a lot of interesting theories about, you know, them still roaming the the wilderness of Alaska and uh and why not? Because who knows? That That's the last frontier. Well, and, and like we have said, people do live in Alaska, but so much of Alaska is still unexplored because it's such such a big piece of land. It's a vast forest. Right. People and, just live on the outskirts. <clears throat> right. Even these people who you need to fly in, I mean, they're still just on the outskirts. Right. Everyone lives on the coastline. Uh they they say Alaska is too unforgiving to really live deep in Alaska, uh, which I mean I could see that. I, I have a friend that had visited Alaska, and he said during the summer that he would have to run from the house to the boat and the boat to the house, and he wouldn't go outside because he said the mosquitoes were as big as birds, and they would they would suck you dry in three three gulps. Right now, I had a friend. His sister lived up there as a nurse, and in the winter, it was so cold. When it was time to go to work, she would call him. Okay, I'm leaving my house, and she lived just in a community around the hospital. She would have to run, right. and if she wasn't there in like a minute, they'd send a search party. Right. So you know, Alaska is rugged territory, and it is unforgiving. But back to the giants. So. Let's let's think about that because we look at biblical times and there were giants in the Bible. I mean, look right. at, look at King Og. He was supposedly, if I remember the measurements right, his bed when they gave the measurements, his bed was for like a. Uh, some will argue the the height, but like a eighteen foot person that weighed about five hundred pounds. Right. You know, uh, because if you read the dimensions, how big his bed was, you're like, whoa. And they use cubits. So right now, a lot of the the skeletons that were unearthed in Alaska, they're like the majority were like seven to nine feet. But they're saying uh, that's just the bones. It, somebody would be taller than that. Right. To real to meet them flesh and blood. Right. But some were up to 11 feet. Right. They were huge. And if I remember right. Because of the big skull that they found, I don't know how they measured the brain, but that one was like 2,000 cc or something. Right. right. I was you, like, holy shit. Yeah, and a brain that big, you know, it's got to have some power whether it's educated or not. Right. I mean, that's a big brain, but, you know, I think mine's is like 8 cc. <laughs> mine's 4. <laughs> anyway, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting what people find and what they discover on this earth when right. when we think that we are the only people alive homo sapiens sapien and then there's there's no other creatures that could roam this earth we know all the animal kingdom we know uh, all the fish in the sea that's a lie well the, the truth is we don't know anything about the sea that's right we th that's one of the areas that we haven't even 
touch. And, and that's the majority of the earth is covered it's, by sea. It, yep. So, you know, we, we've been to certain parts of the ocean and we have our certain paths that we take for trade and route, but uh, 90% of the ocean still hasn't been... Right, it's uncharted. Uncharted, and, yeah. and, and it's same like the wilderness in, in uh, Alaska. I mean, uh, they got the theory about the Alaskan Triangle, and that, that goes back to... Uh, you know, vortexes, wormholes, whatever you want to call it, stargates. Right. Now, one theory is like the Bermuda Triangle. There's a, a story of a man. He left uh, Bermuda and he went through the, he said the clouds look like a tunnel. And he went from Bermuda, 90 miles to Miami in three minutes. Right. And who knows? I mean, there's so many things that just are unexplained, even on this earth that, well, well, see, it, one of the theories it goes back to the the ley lines, lines of flux, whatever you call them, along that go around the Earth. Right now, some people say because Bermuda is closer to the uh, equator that they run parallel, 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 and uh, up in Alaska because you're up close to the North Pole, they think they run vertical, and that's another theory about people going missing. They say when you get into that area, like the Bermuda Triangle, these people go missing. They think vertical, you go into the earth and you just disappear. That's an interesting theory, but who knows? Right, who knows? Who knows? And I mean, it just, I love those things because uh, they intrigue me and right. I, I want to know more. I want to know the truth. You know, I, I don't want to be uh, into the center of the earth. Like, uh, what was that movie, Journey to the Center of the right. Earth? And into the hollow earth, as they say. Right, or, you know, the... Well, the, isn't that where the hobbits and shit live? Yeah, the hollow earth. That's yeah. right. So, I mean, it's pretty crazy, but, you know, I, I found the theory of giants uh, interesting. I don't want to say crazy, but it was interesting because it's it's a possibility because during the Afghanistan war, supposedly some of our soldiers, uh, the giant of Kandar, they were... They were up doing their, you know, their patrols, and they came across a giant that was living in a cave. Uh, supposedly, it speared some of the soldiers, but they 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 mowed it down with their modern right. weaponry. And uh, a helicopter came, picked it up. Uh, one soldier that gave his account said he was in charge of. They put it on this big, uh, cr uh, not crate, uh, pallet, and. Uh, they put it on a, a, what's the big C-30s, the cargo planes? C-130. C-130, and uh, they flew it out of mm -hmm. there. He was in charge of keeping watch over it, and he said it stunk so bad. But he said, yes, it was one of the biggest things he's ever seen. And he himself couldn't believe it, but he said, yeah, we killed a, a giant in Kandahar. Right. Now, there's uh, we've watched other uh, documentaries on giants who say there are giants in different parts of the world still alive, but in stasis, like uh, an animated, animated suspension. Yep. yep. And uh, I mean, they awoke the one in Kandahar. Who knows? There could be some in Alaska. They could be asleep or they could be awake. Well, and, and if you look at the pictures they show of the one that they have and that they know about that's in stasis, I mean, he's ornamented out. He's And it, it looks like he's just asleep. But they say if you go in and you try to get close, that whatever's keeping them in stasis or protecting them, it kills people that 
try and get too close. Right. You risk losing your life if you get up near. Right. But I, I did see some pretty compelling pictures. <laughs> uh, yep. And so, I mean, if there was going to be like a hit, an, a, a tribe of giants that survived, Alaska would be the place. I mean, they got plenty of rooms, room to roam. They got plenty of food. Right. Uh, and no one goes up there. Right. And apparently uh, <laughs> missing people, you can't look too much into it. No, you can't. I mean, they there's a lot of missing people up there and you wonder why. Uh, and maybe that's why they pay people to move to Alaska. Right. Now, uh, a lot of Alaska, I, if you watch the uh, the Last Frontier or whatever, these people have the homestead lease. They get them for like 99 years. Right. Like a lot of the people when they're gone that are there now, when they're gone, the lease ends. So right. uh, a lot of those homesteads are going to start disappearing too. Yep, they are. But, but uh, another uh, interesting thing that I encountered when uh, – we were talking about doing this podcast and including the giants in Alaska. I, uh, I kind of Googled it, did some internet searches and I came up with a lot of, uh, th- and this is a new thing now. Uh, the fact checkers, snoops oh. or whatever, snopes or the, the, yeah. Snoops is the one that supposedly debunks stories. Right. Or and, uh, a lot of them say that there was never any giant skeletons, uh, discovered anywhere not only alaska anywhere uh one of them said that uh, it was a hoax that started back when and the the smithsonian has never never uh, taken any giant skeletons into custody that's to me that's some of the cover when i I seen proof written proof on the documentaries where the smithsonian took custody of these skeletons well uh, how do they explain for instance the newspapers in arizona that covered that right so uh were these newspapers was they, that they fake say, news they say it's part of the hoax <laughs> well you all know that newspapers could get sued if they publish something that's a hoax or false so uh where's, right. the, where's well, the lawsuit that was before that ended in uh the obama things the obama era that's why now uh the media is not held accountable for whatever they put out right well they were when these right reports came out true but now that's why you can't trust the media now. No, I mean, the media is just uh, wagging the tail, you know. Uh, if you want to come after us. Yeah, you want to talk about fake news, just read your local media. I mean, any media. Some of it's true, but they do they do throw their spin on there. Uh, you know, anymore, the moguls that control the media, they want to they wanna point the masses in their direction to achieve their goals. But. Right, right, and they're, uh, they're fed by uh, higher-ups. Right. Now, uh, there was a song uh, by one of the Eagles um, talking about the evening news, and it says, uh, I don't have to look, I don't have to tell the truth, I just have to look good because dirt sells. Yeah, Dirty no, that, laundry. that was Don Henley. Dirty laundry. Yeah, Don Henley, yeah. Yep, and, and he's, you know, he's right. But, you know, that's what we wanted to talk to you guys about tonight, the, the hairy man. And the giants that are supposedly still, these creatures both supposedly still reside in Alaska. Right. <clears throat> now, I, I got a milestone birthday coming up. I was talking to my brother. I'd love to go to Alaska or Washington. <coughs> so if and you guys want to start a GoFundMe. There you go. I won't I won't disapprove. Right. Just <laughs> just open it up, man. Right. Just remember, uh, if you send me on a cruise, it's like 250 for a drink card. I need that, too. 
You be, yeah, it's best to get the drink card. <laughs> Unlimited. That's right. Anyway, we thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hit it, hit it, hit it. And you know how to get in touch with us because we told you, so do it. And we appreciate you listening. Peace. Thank you for joining us. Peace out.